Hello and welcome to Talking Schmidt. I'm your host, Eric Schmidt. And I'm Greg Burmeister. And uh, we've got a great guest today. It's our it's our old friend, Franco Cotardo. Franco. Uh, Franco's here. Thank you for being here, Franco. How What's are you? What's up, guys? Thank you. Good. Thanks for having me. How are you today? I'm doing well. Good. Caffeinated, ready to go. Did I pronounce your name right? You did, yeah. Okay, good. I would like you to roll the R a little bit more, but Cotardo. other than Cotardo. Okay. But other than it's that, an Italian, it's an Italian it, name, right? It is, yes. What's your middle name? I have two of them. Okay. Well, can, uh, well, can we hear about to, Yeah. Uh, is it, are they hyphenated? Yeah, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> Franco Benito Sandrelli Cotardo. All right, let's, let's try that a little slower. Let's break it down. Yeah. <laughs> Franco. Sure, yeah. Benito. Benito. Sandrelli. Sandrelli. Cotardo. Cotardo. Uh, Benito. Yeah. Is that, uh, are you named after, isn't that Mussolini's first name? Uh, <laughs> is it? It, it is, okay. yes. Uh, are you named after? I am not. Okay, all right. It's, it's my a family name? It's my, gran- <laughs> it's my grandfather's name. Okay. Uh, Back to, when you could still name people that. Yeah. Well, and they immigrated to Switzerland, so. Yeah. Well, it's like um, my grandfather, Adolf. Adolfo. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Adolfo. So. Yeah. Also Francisco Adolfo Franco. Schmidt. So uh, yeah, a little unintentionally fascist there. We're we're Swiss. It's a neutral country. Yeah. Uh, but all fascist. all family names. Uh, all all four of them. Even, Very good. Obviously the so Franco, we normally have comedians, artists, musicians. Uh, we had a poet on once. Um, mm-hmm. What uh, what do you do? Should I do you want me to no, go? No, no. What do you what do you what do you, <laughs> you probably what are you go. up to? What are you doing? Uh, well, right now I'm a brand consultant, so I spent the past uh, five or so years um, as a creative director for a sports tech app. Where okay. We did like uh, soccer essentially. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a like a like a pickup game like organizer kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, right? well, I mean, effectively in in the states, any anywhere else in the world where they play soccer, um, if you're not like with an organized group, um, you know, if you're just playing with the buds, you're playing pickup, you're playing for fun as an adult. Uh, a lot of the soccer is played like in the street, like on mm-hmm. concrete, like hardscape surfaces. Um, which is real foreign here in America, right? Like it's uh, in America, our system is very like um, suburban and like cushy, like very white bread. Like it's it's super super expensive to play soccer, and mm-hmm. soccer is a cheap game in the essence, right? right of yeah. what it is, yeah, just, just you need people in a fucking ball, right? Yeah, and you yeah. can make goals if you need like to, trash like cans. right? Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, we had a, uh, a a tech guy that started uh, Foursquare and uh, a former um, pro player and uh, uh, analyst, kind of like the the Chuck and uh, Shaq uh, of the yeah. soccer world for English Premier League. Um, the two of them had this concept, and um, I was just playing soccer with the former pro guy, and we got along well. And I was freelancing at the time in in, in the fashion space. Did you play with uh, Steve Nash? Yeah, we. I didn't even have that in my notes. But I remembered that as you were talking about all the time. He plays with us on Thursdays. Last time I was home, I was uh, I was telling my dad about that. Yeah, (laughs) like he's a huge NBA fan. Oh, dude, he's like, yo, my buddy plays soccer with (laughs) Steve Nash. (laughs) Oh, dude, and it's it's real random. But he's he's close with the with the guys, I guess, when he was. he always had an apartment in like the West Village. Yeah. And uh, he just started playing. I don't know if like he's probably, there was no way he was supposed to be playing pickup soccer or playing in leagues while, uh, also, while also becoming a fucking Hall of Fame point guard. <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, I'm sure uh, the NBA probably yeah. wasn't happy he was playing soccer as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. So it, risking it, injury it, there. It's, it's, it was weird though during this, during this last season because it was like, you know, my buddy has a, Excuse me, a bunch of uh, uh, floor seat season tickets. So we would go like you know every oh, every wow. couple like okay. twice a month or so. He would take me to the to the to a Nets game. That's amazing. Yeah, and he'd be like, "Look, there's your buddy Steve," and I'm like, "Dude, I can't really. He's like a little busy right yeah, now. Yeah. I can't he just coaches, like uh, hang out with him." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, he coaches the Nets, right? Yeah, he yeah, coaches God. the Nets. I mean, I, you know, I I don't know, Phil. It's it sounds like that team's going through a lot of a lot of changes. Yeah, yeah. Looks yeah, like they're, they're losing everybody. The yes. Yeah, exactly. Lighten up the headlines. About to lose exactly. the, the two of the the big three that they. Oh, Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looks yeah. like. KD so, and Kyrie. Well, you should call know. your friend and console him about all. You this know what? <laughs> I t- I brought it up with him, and I'm like, "Are you gonna you're gonna be there again next? You're gonna do it again next year?" And he was like looking at me like, "Franco, it's not like my choice, dude." And I'm right. like, "Oh shit, that's right. Don't that's leave like, us. He dude. doesn't get to decide that. It's like it's like when I was a kid and Shaq left the Magic. Don't <laughs> yeah. leave, man. Don't, I can't I can't take any more basketball pain Just for me. Um, <laughs> so you did that. You did work for them for a few years. Now what are you doing? Um, so uh, in January. Um, I got uh, fully vested with all my equity within the company and mm-hmm. um, just kind of felt stagnant, like not a, you know, after a while doing 
a creative role like that, running all the creative for like one brand, one thing, it gets 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 a little stagnant, gets a little stale. So I think um, I needed to change up. And then I had a, a buddy of mine approach me um, to help start a clothing brand. And he owns a bunch of other businesses. They're in the cannabis world. They're they're in the um, oh, yeah, bar weed. restaurant space. Nice, fucking nice. You guys, man. you guys know about that? <laughs> yeah, dude. Dope. You guys do weed? Both of you guys? I don't. Okay. Cool, cool. Well, let me know. Be I cooler get too if you did, yeah, I man. Know. I get too high when I do it. Uh, and then, yeah, I, feel uh, and then you. I get scared and have to go home. I'm at that point now too. Um, Cool though. So you're doing. Uh, you're working for like. A, you're you're a brand. Uh, just a, br- a brand consultant. Brand so, consultant. Yeah. Okay. So I get I get uh, paid on a contract basis, and um, so there's like what, four you, projects you, I'm working on right now. Can you name the brand so people can find it? Oh, uh, it's not out yet. Uh, we actually just got back from uh, Portugal looking at uh, uh, factories. So we we visited like I don't know eight factories while we were there. We got to go back next month and uh, and get that ball rolling. And then um, the other brand I can talk about the cannabis brand. It's local. It's called uh, Private Jet. So. So you guys I, my my old out. roommate used private jet there you regularly. Go. Look, yeah. some synergy already, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know those guys. I actually know the dudes. guy who started it. Or maybe he didn't. Man, they're going to be pissed if they're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he didn't start it, but he was like the guy who kind of like. Yeah. You know. Is this a business podcast now? What is happening? <laughs> That's what this, this is not the Forbes podcast. You guys yeah. I didn't send, actually, I did this. no research. So that's, I just assumed that this was a business podcast. I'll send this episode to Forbes and be like, can we yeah. have a job? Please uh, do. We know business. Business insider. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's, it's, uh, it must be interesting to be here, Franco, in this building because you're the last drink you ever had was on the roof of this building yeah i really? was just yeah. I, it's I, weird I right yeah. yeah i um i just thought about that because i thought when you moved i thought you moved um buildings as well but but yeah the last time i ever uh and calling it by the way my last drink uh makes it sound like it was like a you just had a like a fucking manhattan or yeah. something <laughs> a fancy uh, it was quite literally a it was, handle, out of a shoe. <laughs> it was a handle of fucking whiskey oh dear uh yeah it was me uh uh john and and greg actually on on the rooftop and uh by the end of it it was just me on that rooftop <laughs> And uh, I had known that I was going to quit the next day, and that's kind of I've, I've done that with cigarettes. I've done that any time uh, I've like taken one a, last hurrah. Yeah, anytime I've taken like a like a like a pot like break or whatever, like I'll I'll go real hard. And uh, that was the theory of like if I, if this hangover is bad enough, uh, it'll it'll, <laughs> it'll be it'll easier help to leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to not want to come back to this. How long ago was that? Uh, October will be uh, six years, man. Wow, which is well, that's wild. great. Congratulations, thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. I think you're, you were one of my first friends who uh, who quit drinking, and I remember like kind of being like scared <laughs> that you quit because I was like, oh man, like it won't be the same to hang out or whatever. But it totally was, and it's totally like fine. You no, know, I appreciate that. Yeah, I remember yeah. having that convo with you out of the gate because I mean, obviously, I think that's a big thing. But you can't that, say that to someone. No, yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> you can't be like you, you, you got to be supportive. No, you listen, guys, listeners, if your friends are quitting drinking, support them in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you should not have asked me that in retrospect. <laughs> no, oh, I, didn't, I didn't do that right away. No, I, I didn't I'm, have I'm that kidding. conversation with you right away. I think once I realized, no, you didn't. You didn't have it at all i i um i'm i'm joking but uh it it uh that is the natural feeling and i mean i felt like that too and um you know even i had few few friends that quit before me but that's how i felt about them as well like oh shit are they are they gonna come around like are they gonna want to hang out are they gonna be less fun yeah i mean and then honestly right out of the gate i was like right back to the bar like and just i would just shoot pool and drink seltzers and like it was fine and that lasted for annoyed the bartenders though the bartenders were like (laughs) another one bro for real i gotta do this again i mean it's still to this day like i'll go to like pay for it and every time like the bartender it's like our three bucks and then they're like just take it just take the seltzer man like just get out of here. It comes out of a I gun. I think they know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think when you order a seltzer with a lime, or, and especially if you order like a couple back to back, they're right. like, oh, I get, I know what's happening. Yeah, yeah like, I see. I, I feel bad for you to have to deal with these people. Take yeah. the fucking seltzer. But yeah, after Your a while. Your friends are making you hang out in a bar, those dicks. Yeah. <laughs> this, place, this place sucks, even if you're drunk, man. Why are you in the levee right now? Go somewhere else. There read a book, man. There aren't, there aren't many sober places with pool tables, though. It does kind of force your hand there. Yeah. I'm going to go on a limb and say in New York City there's probably not one establishment not yeah. someone's house right. that doesn't that it that doesn't serve booze right yeah. I don't right. think that With there a pool is table. One. Yeah, yeah. it's funny a, that you just mentioned the levy because I was there on uh, Saturday night and I, I was thinking the same like I, I had one beer there 
and it was yeah the levee's a pretty pretty wild place yeah and i was just sitting there with my buddy like wow this sucks like we're, <laughs> we're just getting old i think because it was so loud yeah. so many just hammered people stumbling around and I was like, I can't go there on a weekend because it is too loud. It's, yeah, it's too it, much. Yeah. yeah, like we couldn't even. I couldn't hear. Well, also, the crowd is totally different than when we started going there over yeah, a decade they ago. They say the same age. They, say, <laughs> they actually do. It's like these mid twenties. That is very true. Also, the, the when they took the backyard out of that place, it just I don't. It's just not the same. That backyard was the best. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. Listen, Listen to us. We're like uh, talking business and talking about how the bar's too loud. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what, what, what happened? happened? I know. That's, it's my fault. Do you remember when? Do you remember when back when you were drinking? When uh, we were walking, uh, we were going to uh, a bar over there called the Woods. And, oh, uh, that place! And uh, a young, uh, a young, attractive uh, lady walked by. It was me, Ian, and you. Were you with us? Was Greg with us? I think it was Jongo, I believe, okay. or Greg. It was one okay. of the two. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so we're walking, and uh, a young lady walks by, and you you wanted to try to get her to come. With us, because you, 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 you were like, it'd be nice if that lady was with us at this it's bar. Just a we're bunch going of to. dudes, yeah. And so uh, you shouted her, "Come to the woods," which, like, <laughs> if she doesn't know that that's the name of a bar, that's a pretty scary thing to get have yelled at you by yeah. four men. We, were, yeah. the rest of us, were immediately like, "Hey, no, what are you doing, man? Like, sorry." <laughs> And I'm like, no, the woods, it'll be fun. We're gonna dance. She's like, dance in the wood. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, not not my finest hour. Another uh, chalk that up in a category of why I quit drinking. This I've not done that at all since then. This episode brought you brought to you by the levee and the woods. <laughs> Go visit. Uh, were you so you had a you had a car accident when you were uh, in high school, right? You, yeah, you that, flipped a car. Yeah, that probably should have been the first. Uh, Were you drunk? Tip. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Did you get caught? Uh, yeah, the car was uh, completely upside down at that point. So uh, well, I didn't know if you like ran off. Uh, I was on a, <laughs> I was on the Rickenbacker Causeway, uh, leaving Key Biscayne, uh, headed back to. We were living in Coconut Grove, um, in Miami. In Miami. Um, and the Ritz Carlton has a residency, so we were living on the 17th floor, so it was like very easy for me to like sneak out, right? Like mm -hmm. the garage was, you know, <laughs> whatever, 200 <laughs> feet or whatever the fuck that math is, uh, <laughs> below my, my bedroom. And I remember that day I didn't go, I, I was like, you know, I was like sick, I'm doing bunny ears. Uh, so I didn't go to school, and I was like, it was a Friday, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna go hang with my buddies, and they were like, no, you didn't go to school today, you right. can't go Classic out. Classic Also, you're there. 16, so go, shut up. Yeah. So I like stole some of my dad's, you know, scotch. I'm sure, like, like you do. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what all 16 year olds wanted <laughs> you to show up with a party to is a oh, Perrier I... bottle of scotch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Snuck out, went there, went to my buddy's place on Key Biscayne, which is over this like gigantic, the Rickenbacker Causeway. It's like a highway bridge. It's where they shot Scarface. So like oh, the houses, oh, are, it's like okay. super cool looking. So we're going to go party. Actually, that night, the party was at that house. And that's why I was so stoked. I was like, oh, I got to be there. It's the Scarface house. And uh, met up with my buddy, and then... And this story has it all. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of everything. Scotch, the Scarface house, Perrier. Al Pacino Perrier Pacino was there. She's got a great ass. Um, and, uh, and, and I get to his house, and uh, we start drinking right away, of course. Again, I'm an alcoholic. Uh, and um, he's like, oh, dude, the part, it's, it's off. No party. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going home. And... Uh, I remember he was getting, we were in my car, I think we were maybe on the way or something, and I drop him off, and he's like, put your seatbelt on. And oh. I'm like, no, I'm like, you know, I'm 16, I'm like, I, I'm invincible, I'm like, no! He literally reaches over me and puts my seatbelt on, straps me What in. a nice friend. Oh, I know. Um, and then I proceed to leave, and uh, he calls me on the way out to make sure, like, you alright? Like, he wanted to be on the phone. Sweet kid. I, uh, also, really what this means is I was probably way more fucked up than I really, in retrospect, realized. I'm not sure putting a drunk person who shouldn't be driving on the phone in addition to uh, all of that is a fair, great idea. Fair, fair play. We were True. 16, so yeah, yeah. He, was doing, he was doing his best. Uh, Meant well. This yeah. one was a misfire, though. Yeah, and I had a little uh, little zippy, uh, uh, little Audi A4, and this... Um, well, did you grow up a billionaire? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're going to 
the Scarface house, you're driving an Audi? No, uh, you're, 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 you're drinking Scott? <laughs> when I was 16, I, I was drinking Smirnoff Ice when I was 16. Yeah, yeah it was Miami. You know, you had to adapt. You had to get okay. into the, I had a 1985 Toyota Corolla. <laughs> you know, at the end of the story, I wish I had been in yeah. a 1985 Corolla. Um, but I, uh, uh, a car like pulled up next to me, like a little Honda or something. And, and I, I think they, you know, this is back. I don't know if this still happens, but it's Florida. So probably like legit wanted to like race. And I remember being like, no, I got to focus. Wow. This story has a car race. So now. He, <laughs> Drag uh, racing. This yeah. Is amazing. He, he was, he was, there was a bar at the end of the key and he was like pulling out of there. And, um, he, he like, I guess I just, you know, wasn't, Giving him what he wanted, so he kind of scooped in front of me, and I drifted into the middle medium right when he like kind of oh, cut shit. me off. Rode up the middle median and then flipped backwards like the other way. Holy so shit. thank God that there, these are like three or four lane highways yeah. on this bridge, mm-hmm. and it was like legit at the like the apex of this bridge that there's like a little turn at the top. And I just like slowly drifted into it and then fell back the other way. So like had it rolled an extra time, it would have fallen that way. Had I gone over the median, I would have gone into oncoming. (laughs) And it caused a wreck coming the other way. Because I mean, it was, you know, probably midnight. There's people going both ways. So like someone, they thought... They look over and see a fucking, you know, Audi pop over a median and think, oh, what the fuck is going on? Uh, so Damn, they dude, Fast and Furious. I know. Exactly. Exactly. that dude just left Scarface's house. For real, dude. <laughs> fucking went for He's it. He's drinking fancy water, too. Um, <laughs> nice. And, uh, and yeah, climbed up the window, cut my arm getting out of the window. But other than that, literally nothing. Um, and they took blood for me, which I was 16, so they weren't supposed to do that without consent. So that's... Ultimately, like how uh, how I got out of out of out of that completely. Okay, so you you were initially arrested on suspicion of DUI. Well, I, you know, I, I don't know what uh, this can't be proper procedure, but they put me in a car at the bottom of the bridge, and I freaked out. My parents are divorced, so I call my mom in Atlanta. It's like four in the morning at this point, and I'm like, "You got to call dad. I just got into a wreck. I'm drunk." So she called <laughs> made made her call my dad. I'm like, "Ma, you got this one right. Yeah. Thank you so much." Um, and they fucking drove me home after they took blood for me (laughs) they drove me home wow man and um but you never got you never got charged no i mean i had to go to court for it but and i watched there was an attorney that lived in the building that like had written books on duis my parents are freaking out my dad's you know we're swiss so like they're not law-breaking you know people so he was just like yo uh, well i guess they do some white collar crime but they're not like they're not flip car on bridge kind of people (laughs) no um and he looked at me and he was like look like i we we don't do this in this family so i i got you this one time and you're on your own if anything legal ever happens again in your life um, probably paid like 15k for this attorney and then it turned out at the end of it we're like oh he did such a great job he got us off and then it turned out that like it all came back to that blood like he could have literally let me go up there by myself <laughs> and hey, talk to the judge you did the wrong thing so the whole thing is void yeah now. literally yeah, just yeah. because I mean you know again our system is so you know sideways in, in all the ways that I mean I didn't have to do community I got nothing like wow. not even a slap on the wrist so yeah I, I got out of mine I, yeah. I got totally out of mine on a technicality too they pulled me over and they said I had a headlight out, but it turned out I didn't. So you get out of it for that. There, yeah, you, there go. you go. Um, another fun drinking story. <laughs> didn't did were, were you were you were you guys together when you saw Action Bronson and uh, Jimmy Fallon at the bar? Was that? I think you oh, were there that yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. At, at Duff's. Yeah, at Duff's. Yep, exactly. Yep. Exactly. God, we're hitting Brian, all the spots. Brian. <laughs> yeah, we're Duff's. All the dive bars. All the Williamsburg dive bars. <laughs> we were there. Um, yeah, what a night! What a night that was. We were at the bar, and one of you looks over, and you're like. There's why is Jimmy Fallon like behind the bar and he's like pouring <laughs> shots for like his friends? Yeah, he was just wasted. I mean, he yeah, he looked like he was up. That's all I'm gonna say. He was ready to go. Um, and then I like hear this dude like, "Yo, excuse me, bro," and I turn around and it's like this belly bumping into me, and it's Action Bronson, who at the time I was like, "I love this guy." Um, who not now, anymore. No, who now? Who now? Like, is, he's now best friends with my buddy that owns uh, Lindustry Pizza on, oh, okay. on South Second. So, like, I actually know him now, which is kind of a weird full circle. Um, and I look over and I'm like, yeah, no problem, Bronzo. And he's walking over to Mario Batali in the other side of the bar. And I was Crazy. like, 
we were like looking at each other like what the yeah, fuck like, what's is happening? going it's just on this, it's just this weird little like divey metal bar right not <laughs> a place you think that honestly any of them yeah, would be let alone all three yeah. of them and I ended up out front just like speaking drunk Italian with Mario Batali talking about <laughs> pasta or and whatever um, but yeah quite the quite the New York night for sure that was that was a good one yeah that was the night my uh, my, my friend had just moved to New York from Minneapolis so that was like his first night in New York and That's he's just right. like he's like wait is this what it's like every night you just, <laughs> like, yeah we know some people yeah. no big deal yeah. well I remember I you you know you guys were like we're going to Duff's and I was like ah, I can't go out tonight I should take a break you know and I was like you know because you can't go out every night you gotta yeah, you, know, you gotta yeah. be like oh, you know I gotta take the night off and then Man, just the worst FOMO from that. You guys are like, dude, fucking Jimmy Fallon's here. I'm like, what the fuck? Of all the nights. <laughs> so, lesson is, go out every night, guys. Don't miss it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So wait, you're 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 uh, you're American though, right? You were born in the states. I was or? born in the states. I have dual citizenship. Um, my dad was born and raised um, in Switzerland, and uh, all of our uh, all all the grandparents are are Italian. So. Um, my dad didn't want to go in Switzerland. They make you go to the army. Uh, uh, now it's men and women. Back when my dad was a kid, it was any man between I don't know, like eighteen and I think it's like fifty or something. You got to go like a couple. It's like the it's like the reserves here, basically. Oh, okay. Um, so that country's heavily armed. Everyone has like a bunker in their basement with a machine gun and a canister of bullets. That like if you open it, it sends like a, it's like a sensor goes off and you go to jail. You cannot open that Whoa, canister wow. of bullets. It's like the mini fridge at a at a nice hotel. Yeah, exactly. They're like <laughs> similar technology. Someone in yeah, Switzerland's yeah. like, oh, they open the bullets. Go get them. We are not in war. Um, so he didn't. He, 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 he was a he was a soccer player. He was he was playing pro and he didn't he didn't want to deal with that. So he took uh he gave up his his swiss passport and took the italian one so that's why i'm able to to get mine which reminds me i need to go to the consulate because i'm headed to uh to milan in october so that's not wow fun. Yeah. the italians uh, take like five hour lunches they don't they're not this is not a fun consulate to have to deal with if i'm honest <laughs> so you're you, you grew up liking soccer though and you went to you went to the world cup uh, uh yeah you've been to world, the world i i have in uh they you know we last time was we hosted it at, was it at like a fun place hosting or uh it was in dc oh which, the worst place the worst place <laughs> yeah uh at the time actually uh, terrible yeah, it sounds like the, i didn't even know they did that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. switzerland played um spain so we went my dad took me to that game what was 94 94 so i was seven so that was like my first like oh shit this is awesome and then from that moment on i was like until probably 17, 18, I'm like, this is what I want to yeah, do I'm like, doing with my that. life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was so cool. Um, but you, you did go to Europe a lot as a kid, though, right? Like, Yeah, I mean, shit, probably. I think the first time um, I was, my, my parents got, my mom was living with my dad, and they were living in Switzerland and his little hometown, and um, they, they flew back to the States to have me. They wanted me to be born here, which, again, in retrospect, is like, Terrible what, are you, idea. what are you doing? Yeah, what the like, <laughs> Swiss citizenship is so hard to get. What are you doing? Really fumbled the ball on that one however i don't think they predicted the collapse of uh society and democracy so your, your other citizenship um, is italy though italian yeah that's yep. great well that's a good yeah. one to have though yeah yeah for sure for sure um you flew you mentioned you flew solo as a kid yeah they would you know my parents were divorced so i would get flown around like a like a package <laughs> quite a lot and that was pre 9-11 most of that so it was like they could one parent would like walk me onto the plane and then be like oh your grandparents are gonna pick you up on the other side or you know fly yeah. me back mom to dad you know so that you was, grew up you grew up mostly though in orlando right yeah, I was born in in uh, Williamsburg, Virginia. Actually, that's oh. where my dad uh, landed. My Colonial Williamsburg. Colonial, ah, yeah. Colonial, not hipster. Williamsburg. Not hipster. Uh, which those two worlds are really morphing together. The more time goes on, you see a lot of the same shit in both towns now. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, and then we and then we moved to moved to Florida, and uh, my mom landed in Atlanta. So Atlanta, Orlando, Miami, kind of back and forth between those two cities. Everyone I know from Orlando eats like shit. They're all like the worst picky eaters. Oh, right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So it's the you, it's our, and you follow that stereotype for it's, sure. It's our culture, so if you could just back <laughs> up, that'd be great. Uh, I took and I think I told this story when uh, our friend Ryan was on the podcast. Uh, but uh, we went to that bagel place, famous bagel place by me, and uh, you know it's like Jewish uh, bagel place, and and I, I ordered mine with salmon, uh, and uh, Franco goes, "Can I get one with like?" 
some ham on it and the guy was like the only ham here is abraham dude and i was like looking at you like what are you doing you're embarrassing me in front of the jews well i do uh i like a little prosciutto instead of lox that's kind of how i uh Ooh, that's my favorite i, I, I just breakfast. bought some prosciutto yesterday try it with hey. some cream cheese and a bagel greg Ooh, this episode brought it. to you by prosciutto <laughs> so did, did, were you you were uh we know each other because of uh uh uh, a friend of yours uh, that worked at the Late Show, uh, and then like he had a group of friends that we're all still friends with. Um, did you? They were friends with Casey Anthony. Were you friends with Casey Anthony growing I, up? I did not know Casey Anthony, but that is a crazy story. So I have been fr- <laughs> I have been friends with these guys for a few years. They were um, they were seniors and super seniors in in college, and we were all working at this little like uh, bistro on the lake in in downtown Orlando, and. Um, you know, they would help like sneak me into the bars. They like, you know, knew the people and I'm like 18. I'm like, can you, I can't just like walk in. You guys got me. And, um, became, <laughs> became fast friends with these dudes and we, and we hung out for years. And, um, right after college, uh, the, the story broke and probably six, the Casey Anthony stuff. And like yeah. six months later, it's like the biggest fucking story in the country. And like six months, maybe a year into it, I think it already moved to Atlanta and I'm back visiting or something. And they're like, Oh, we're going to go to, you know, our buddy Chris's house and, and smoke a blunt and play, you know, guitar hero or some shit. And I'm like, all right, and we're sitting around and all these kids that I've known now for years. And all of a sudden one of them is like, Oh yeah, yeah, shit, pull that clip up. And they, someone pulls out a laptop and it's, her, it's the, it's what's, is it Kay, Casey's the daughter, right? Kaylee, Kaylee. Yeah, yeah. They pull up a, a video of Kaylee Anthony's last birthday before she died, and they're all sitting around the table in this video. And I'm like, guys, what the fuck is going on? And they're like, oh, yeah, that guy Lee that you've heard us talk about for like years? Like, that's the guy that's like, that's her brother that's like in this trial. And I'm like, none of you thought it was like relevant <laughs> to tell me about this at all. Like, this is the way I'm finding out. Like, yeah, because they would play those deep. They would play those videos on like Nancy Grace, right? Yeah. Like, and, and it's like it all was, our friends are in it. Like, <laughs> the video. Crazy, and yeah. I'm like, guys, what the fuck? It was <laughs> wild. Man. This this episode has it all. Casey Anthony yeah, yeah. now, Scarface, I know, <laughs> and Tiger Woods, right? Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. Yeah, which was it was that was bizarre because those two stories happen within. I, f- fuck, I, I don't know, know the Tiger Woods story. You got to tell me the Tiger Woods. Well, story. no, the Tiger Woods, like all the 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 controversy oh, with him, yeah, yeah, with yeah, him yeah. going on like a Jordan Wilp Chamberlain like like run with <laughs> with uh, servers in the Greater Orlando area. Um, Wait, but didn't didn't you have a didn't you have some sort of tie to Tiger Woods? Yeah, he um he he's from this like really nice neighborhood called uh called Isleworth like in our hometown. So we live in this pocket of Orlando that's like a it's like a uh, chain of lakes and we all live around the lakes and it's it's very it's not like a Florida beach town, it's a little lake town. It's it's pretty pretty dope actually. Um so we're we you know, big wakeboarders, big, big golfers. Like that's what we had, you know, that was kind of like our little claim to fame in our little town and um one of my buddy, a couple of my buddies. One's dad was uh, Payne Stewart, the the, oh, yeah. the golfer yeah, that yeah. tragically passed away, unfortunately, in a plane crash. And um, uh, Marco Mira's son is also uh, a buddy of ours. And Mark um, won a couple majors, won the Masters once or twice, uh, and uh, kind of took Tiger like under his wing. So Tiger moved in like two two doors down from our buddy Sean, and we would just be randomly like playing ping pong or like hanging out, and Tiger would just like show up like hey sean what's up and you'd be like holy shit that's the most famous like athlete on the planet right now just like walking in and play ping pong with us just is he good at ping pong too i he's it's like it's like what i was gonna say earlier about steve it's like those guys just have this um this this athlete gene good at everything they're just literally good at everything like just nasty and he would tell us, I remember once he was, because I was a big Roger Federer fan, given that he's like the only like famous Swiss person like ever. Uh, and William Tell and Roger Federer, that's it. Um, Franco, you're, you're Italian, right? Yeah, I'm a little bit of both, yeah. Okay. You're, you talk with your hands a lot. I'm a hand talker. I'm also wearing <laughs> pinky rings right I'm now. Gonna, I'm going to need you to, and I don't want to sound anti-Italian here, but I'm going to need you to tone down the hand talking because you keep smacking things. <laughs> and uh, this is an audio recording device right in front of you. I'll do what so I like, can. Yeah. yeah. I like can't just make any gesture promises. into the air if you could. 
<laughs> all right. Feels a little sorry. Feels you a know, wrong, sorry to all my Italian <laughs> listeners. I'll um, do what I can. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, you went to college though, right? At some point. Yes. Okay. Did you yeah. graduate from college? I did. Okay. Very good. Uh, where'd you go? The University of uh, Central Florida. Hey, my sister went there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, UCF. Indeed. Yeah. Um, and someone got shot at a tailgate. Is that? Yeah, my first tail- my first uh, football game at the at the old uh, stadium, the the Orange Bowl, right there off of uh, four hundred eight. Mm-hmm. Sure, you're familiar. Yep. That was wild. I'm like, oh, great. Call it. I mean, I was never like a big football fan, but I was like, and our team was at that point was still garbage. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, going to go to a game. And uh, yeah, all of a sudden everyone's scattering. I guess uh, a cop shot an undercover cop. At that oh, game. My God. Isn't oh, my God. Oh, my God. I remember you that remember from that the news. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize you were there. Yeah, right. Oh, I mean, we so were funny. We were like in the row where that guy was. And all of a sudden you hear this shot and ever and like I literally I hopped in a car with with a buddy that uh, that I well a buddy I just met the guy like it was I was next to a black fast, frat fast and friends. yeah and he was like dude I'm like everyone just hopping in whatever car and I was like can I come with you he's like yeah, yeah man come on and yeah. that's how I got back to get the fuck out of there <laughs> wait what was the story why did why did he shoot him again? I can't remember the intricacies of what happened but. I think what happened was the uh, the undercover had pulled his gun out for something for some reason I think to stop something like so there was like a like just like a you know there was like drunk a college yeah, kids yeah. fighting and that and the non undercover cop saw the undercover cop pull his gun out and he shoots the undercover cop. The only thing that stops a good guy with a gun is another good guy with a gun. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you you went to the SEC champ. You snuck into the SEC championship. Yeah, that was a few years later. Um, we were in Atlanta at a tailgate, and um, great tailgates. Yeah, right. <laughs> I sound like you're the king of tailgates. I've been to like stories. two, and two <laughs> tailgates like ever, and here and, and we're talking both, about both of them. Just legendary. Uh, Tell yeah. us about your tailgates. Um, <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, it was in whatever the what was that the Georgia Dome right before yeah. the Mercedes Benz. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody we were with was my buddy and his older brother. Were you still in college, or uh, I think we had just graduated, or we had one more year left. Okay, Um, but we were in Atlanta, and um, you know, it was my buddy and his older brother. They all had money, and they were, you know, they had this dope setup, and we're in this RV, and they all had tickets, and we were like, no, we don't want to spend twelve hundred dollars on this ticket. It was Alabama uh, UF. And we're watching the RV. Yeah, we're literally. <laughs> we don't need to go inside. And then, like, halfway through the game, my buddy and I are getting drunker and more feeling more FOMO. Because, like, literally everybody left. So we thought, like, oh, there'd be some girls hanging out. There'd be some people still. And um, so we snuck over, like, crossed the road and, like, went into one of the side doors of the stairwell. And somehow, it, for whatever reason, it was open. And then we get to the top. We just like, we're like, I guess we'll just walk up. And the interior, we're like locked now in the stairwell. So we start like banging on this door. This lady opens with like security shirt on. And we're like, oh, we got stuck in here. Like, please, you know, help us. And she's <laughs> yeah. just like, no problem, guys. Get out of here. We just played it off like we were two drunk idiots, like lost in the stadium. <laughs> we were which looking for we, a place to we, blast a cig. Yeah, man. <laughs> literally, literally something like that. And she was like, come on in. And then did the same thing. We like get to the interior where like they asked for your ticket. And we were like, oh, my brother has it. He, you know, I'm an only child. We're like, my brother's got him. He's down there. We're like, whatever. Just go. Just Jesus. And God. at that point, I think. I think, I think Alabama uh, was kind of dominating pretty heavy at that point. So uh, um, a lot, of, a lot of open seats. So we snuck in, had like box seats, like dope, <laughs> dope, <laughs> dope situation. By the end of it, um, yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Tim, Tim Tebow crying his eyes out right no, there, just, live. I was crying too, man. I'm sure you were, care, buddy. Did not care for that game. Uh, but then you moved to Atlanta. After college, right? Yeah, yeah. We all landed there. All the all the homies. All the homies. <laughs> all the homies. All of the boys. Uh, Speaking. Did you see? Did you 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 did you meet any of the outcast fellas? Yeah. So um, uh, a buddy of mine was in in the music space, like audio engineer, mm-hmm. and uh, he would take us to Southern Tracks, um, which is where they recorded uh, Aquimini and I believe another uh, maybe Stankonia, um, and they're like my favorite. Like Andre 2000 is my favorite rapper. 
all time. Love Big Boy. And um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't Andre is a little more like aloof and, and a little bit more of a unicorn. Like it's tough to, to find him, although I do see people posting photos with him now. I guess he's in like East Village or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like just being at, at, at one night we we're at Waffle House, like hammered after the bar, which is what you did in Atlanta. You go to Waffle House, which <laughs> I w- would pay so much to be able to do that in New York. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Big Boy comes in with his crew, just like him and like two other dudes, like four in the morning, probably coming back from the studio. Just there, in comes Big <laughs> Boy. Big Boy at Waffle House like, is like the most Atlanta uh, thing of all dude, time. Yeah, that's, right? <laughs> that's amazing. Seriously. <laughs> I, I snuck into an Outcast show one time and ended up hanging out with Big Boy backstage. God damn, I'm like the only one who hasn't met Big Boy. Yeah, you gotta yeah. get your shit together, <laughs> Harry. You, you went to the same haircut place as Nas, is that right? Was that Atlanta? Or was uh, that? No, that's, I, was, um, I was doing... Uh, uh, it was my first job, technically, um, a, uh, doing um, like video production stuff, like learning, learning how to edit. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then ended up doing marketing for the guy. And we we had a shoot with with Nas for uh, a Clipper company. So and like it's like my first time ever being on set. I'm like 22 probably, and they're like, yeah, take this camera and go take some B-roll, like like stills of Nas so the entire time I probably took like 300 photos of I didn't know I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing and you could tell he was so sweet about it in retrospect because I've been on so many sets since then and like very odd my behavior in retrospect just <laughs> snapping tons of shots of like the same fucking thing it's like he had to have known like this kid is no idea what he's I doing that guy, uh, yeah i don't think that guy went to school for that but yeah uh, what did you go to school for by the way uh, marketing yeah okay. i had no idea what i wanted to do so here the fuck we are and then you moved to new york got really into revels Man, I rode one. I rode one here, bro. Uh, I think I gotta. I think I gotta give it up, man. I've been doing the math and like. Uh, you're due for an accident. I, well, not only that, I think I could pay for. Probably, I could buy three of those fuckers for what yeah, I spend on them uh, a, a year. Yeah, for sure. They are super fun. I got really into them too in the pandemic. You know, when we were like, oh, maybe the subway is like where it's where COVID spreads worse or whatever. Like, you're fine. Just wear a mask on the subway, you know. But uh, the. But they're they're so fun. But then you know you realize it's dangerous as shit. It it is kind of you're right about that. Like as far as it is kind of playing the odds. Like yeah, I've had some fucking close calls right. on that thing. And you know the other thing is, the more you ride them, the more you I mean you get better at it, but you also feel more comfortable. So you yeah. start doing dumber shit. Right. And I think I'm at that point where like yeah, I need to just I'm thinking about just getting one of those like bigger like electric bike moto like right. hybrid mm-hmm. things and yeah. just I, they only go like twenty. So I had. Because, like, you know, when you live in New York, your your map setting is usually on walking. Yeah. So, like, maybe you've had this happen to you, too. Like, I put in, like, directions to where I was going and then, you know, attached it to the Revel scooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it took me and I was like... It tr- was trying to get me to go down a one-way street oh, yeah, in the opposite yeah, direction. Yeah. I'm like, why is Maps telling me to do this? And then I realized <laughs> it was on walking. I thought I was just like on a sidewalk, which you could totally do. Right. But yeah, so it, you get in some dangerous situations if you're not paying exact yeah, you attention turn, to what the fuck you're doing. Turn onto a one-way. Yeah, I'm like, I, should I? I mean, it's telling me to. Uh, I don't think so, though. Well, when I started doing it, I was in Dimas Park, and I forgot uh, I would put it on the car setting. Mm-hmm. And it would keep trying to route me, like, on the highway. I forgot, like, you had to take, like, turn highways, like, off, right, in the settings. So I would, and it's, once you get on that fucking on-ramp, bro, it is, there's not not a lot you can do to get back off of it. So I've definitely gone on the BQE for one stop on that thing before, on an accident. It is terrifying. Oh, man. Uh, Wait, so one one memorable thing I feel like we should say, uh, back from your drinking days, uh, was when we went to, actually, were you? Yeah, I know. You were drinking then. It was uh, when we went to dinner. Let's not say his last name. We went to dinner at a steakhouse with an an heir to uh, a furniture, a southern furniture empire. Yes. Uh, And you, uh, we were drunk. And uh, we got there a little early. Uh, we had a reservation for like 9 p.m., but then we were like really fucked up at like 7 p.m. We, and we were like, we should eat. Let's we just go. We were literally, I remember we were at Cantina. We were literally like, yo, if we don't go now, we, we're we going to pass out yeah, at this yeah, bar. Yeah. We were like that kind of drunk. We, we also told our friend, we were like, listen, man, we can't afford to go to that steakhouse. And he was like, fuck it, man. I'll just get it. And like, you put know, it on the company he was like, I'll card, put it baby. on the company card. <laughs> That's and we'll, the best. We'll just see what happens. And we're like, okay. Hell yeah. So we go, we order like dicks, you know, we order like oysters fucking steak the whole we get like wine and uh they so what sorry going back uh 
our friend because we got there early they were like we, we don't have your table and we we're like fine we'll hang out by the bar and we're like this is also a terrible idea just to drink more <laughs> and so uh our friend walked up to the 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 host and was like listen I'm trying to close a deal with that dude over there. He's a professional skateboarder. I really need this table immediately. And they were like, oh, okay. And, which, like, why does that work? <laughs> close a deal. Yeah. So, like, also, what? And uh, and they, so they just set up a table in, like, the middle of the dining area. Like, so we're, we were, like, pretty much on stage. It was like a theater in the round kind of situation. We're just, like, in the middle of everyone. And we're just fucking... Like businessman hammered, blasted, like just like Will Ferrell character, fucked up, and uh, we like cheersed, like we we got like wine which we didn't need, and we cheers and like my glass broke, I think we cheers so fucking hard, two glasses, your glass broke on the cheers. And then when I went to put mine back on the table immediately, at, like in one motion, the stem of mine broke into my steak, like into the plate. It's like That's a hundred dollars steak, and we are fucking cr- literally crying, laughing. Yeah, we think With it's hilarious. Red wine just going everywhere, and they're treating us like we're just royalty. Just like yeah, yeah. no I problem. Why they didn't kick it? We'll get the yeah. glass out of your steak for you. Yeah, and yeah. Bring you another one. Not a problem. We probably like, ate glass that night. I yeah. know. I don't know why they were so nice to us. I well, have no idea. Our tab was like six hundred bucks. Yeah, so I guess that probably, probably had something to do. With it. Shouts, thanks, thanks, brother. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Ben. Thanks. Appreciate you. Yeah, we won't say his last name though. Um, so here's another one where we can't say the name of the person. Um, you, uh, Margaret Thatcher, a friend. <laughs> just saying names. Our, our uh, one of our friends recently came into a lot of money for something he did. Fifty thousand dollars. Oh no! Yeah. yeah, we won't say the name. But how did how did uh, how did our friend come into this? Well, uh, another friend, you son of a bitch, uh, <laughs> another friend of ours. It's fine because there's no world where he listens to this podcast. So oh, that's, that's fine. Mean. <laughs> Not because of you, because no. of we know why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think he knows how to do that. Um, <laughs> another friend with a good amount of money uh, had cash on him, and. Um, well, they were they were drunk, right? Another okay. benefit of me being not drunk anymore. I was not involved on either end of this. I was an observer solely. Uh, and somehow or another, it gets uh, to talking about how much he could pay our other friend uh, to staple himself in the leg, right? So in the leg, in the okay. leg. Ooh. So that got up to like I don't know, five hundred bucks, right? And I see our other friend do this, and I'm like, that doesn't look like that bad, and I don't really need the money, but I'm like, it's 500 bucks, like, whatever. So I staple myself as well. Oh, okay. In and out, no big deal. I'm like, this is fine. Then somehow the convo progresses to the testy area. Oh. And, uh... The tender region. The tender region. <laughs> and as they say. figures of, like, four or five grand are being thrown around, and I'm like, nah. Like, for me, first off, I'm out on this just yeah. top to bottom, but if, if I'm, you know, we're we're... There's going to be a shitload of zeros behind that if I'm involved with any of that. Yeah, like yeah. you're, you're Again, not, not Steve-O. Right, right exactly. Right. What the fuck is this? I don't even think Steve-O didn't do that, right? I don't think so either. Yeah. But it ends up coming around to like, uh, uh, it gets talked up uh, to like 50K, right? Jesus. So, And he's got it on him. So I look at... Um, what is who's this? walking around with 50 yeah, grand? I was going to say, what does this Cash. guy do for a living? <laughs> I don't know, guys. I have no idea. Uh... And, and at one point, I look at my buddy, and I was like, look, man, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's it's fiscally irresponsible f- as your advisor for for you not to do this at this point. <laughs> I was like, look, man, take take fucking 500 of that. Dude, walk I, right to the clinic. And that's tax-free, and too. And it's tax-free moolah, right? Yeah. Take take a little piece of it. Go to the clinic. Wash that shit out. You're fine. Keep it moving. Yep. So I did some research, and I found where on the actual testicle itself was the best place to, you know, do something like this. So you're sitting there, there's a bag full of money, you're researching balls. I'm researching balls, <laughs> yep, yep. I'm a good friend, what can I what say? What a fun party. Yeah, I know. it's pretty good. This was at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, by the way, let me say. <laughs> they were day drunk. Ball stapling yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, sign me up. <laughs> so uh, we, we go to the basement of this bar that we're at. And, you're at uh, a bar. We're at a bar. <laughs> 
And uh, they wanted to go to the bathroom, and I'm like, that's not, no, we're not, I'm not going to, that's where I drew the line, I guess, was at a bathroom. I guess oh that was God. the Could you imagine walking in on that weird. guy oh. with a bag, with a duffel bag full of money, and another guy with put, putting a stapler to his nuts <laughs> What kind of party is this? <laughs> this is the fucking hostel bar? What's going on? Uh, Most people just do coke in here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this bar is nuts. <laughs> this bar is crazy. Uh... So yeah, so we we go down to the to the to the basement, and uh, my one friend proceeds to take out the stapler and one of his nuts, and and he did it, and then watch my other friend be like, that was the dumbest thing I've ever agreed to do in my life, yeah. and count out the money and give it to him, and wow, and that's that. Did he go to a clinic or? No, of course not. Uh, uh, anyone that's he just willing walking around with a pierced ball to do that, I think, is also not the person that's like really should go uh, get this checked out right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah Allegedly, he took it. a shower. He did come back a little wet, so he came back to the bar later. He looked like he had showered, but uh, not not enough, if you ask me. <laughs> no, no, he sterilized not thoroughly. <laughs> uh, you have a Dennis Rodman story too, right? Do you have a Dennis Rodman story, Greg? Um, not like a. Was he on the, uh, that show? Yeah, like no. I, I worked with him, but I don't have any real crazy stories about. It. He was on Celebrity Apprentice when I oh, worked on well, there. Oh well, you know, I was texting Eric yesterday, kind of joking. This is maybe my bad first miscommunication, but I've been watching uh, the show The Mole. I oh, you were just telling me. Yes. Oh my God! So I asked for. <laughs> That's my bad, guys. That's hilarious. I do not know Dennis Robin. Oh, my God. So I asked Franco to just kind of text me some things that I could put in my notes, and I didn't realize that... Okay, so and he did, and then he goes, and then he's, so this is what I have is Dennis Rodman won celebrity mole. Yeah. So I thought that was a that he would have a story about that. Uh, oh, not no, realizing no, he was just show. telling me a thing that happened. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, I just think it's fascinating that Dennis Rodman won celebrity mole with a plum. I might add, he did a fantastic. We watched all four seasons of the mole. And, uh, yeah, can you believe that? This I motherfucker gotta fix won. My, I gotta fix my pre-interview format. He's, this, he's fucking... A, he's a glaring no mistake. He's brilliant. We don't guy. have to talk about that. All right, well, I, I, I thought it was a story. All right, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do it offline. I don't want to <laughs> talk about it with somebody. You had a, you had a tattoo uh, recently, and uh, there was a typo, or is it is Oh, yes. Uh, no, I fixed... We fixed the typo. <laughs> oh, see, wait, okay, so what... Tell <laughs> you me, see tell this me gigantic uh, yeah. triangle, black yeah. triangle? Yeah. So what happened? Uh, so, uh, went into, uh, my buddy who is a tattooer. He opened a new shop. Uh, yeah, let's definitely not name him because we not. don't want to besmirch his business. Well, and he's the homie and he's honestly like, he does great work. I've gone back <laughs> to him since. He doesn't know how to spell. This is, it's, yeah, it's a little fucked up. I, anyway. It's more of like a dyslexia thing that he did, I think. Uh, it's just missing a word. So, you know. So what make, was, what was, what, people what, make mistakes. What okay. was it supposed to say? Uh, it was supposed to say, if this isn't nice... I don't know what is, right? It's a quote, right? It's, it's a, a it's a Vonnegut quote, yeah. right? Just to look at the whole quote is actually beautiful. Like the whole thing, the whole entire, you know, segment that comes from, I think it's Man with No Country. And um, he, um, uh, I, you know, I wanted to get that quote. He's a fine line specialist. It's like all like super fine line. And um, I don't think people thought this podcast would have ball stapling and Vonnegut. Yeah, like we're really <laughs> yeah. too all over fair, the place. I feel like Vonnegut would approve. Of <laughs> we're, the we're getting prior some low and highbrow here. Yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. I'm a little, <laughs> little hit you with a little high low there. You're Always. like a Hooters. Yeah. yeah <laughs> all right. So, what? but a Hooters <laughs> in somewhere nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Somewhere nice. Uh, so, so uh, what did what did he write though? He his assistant. He, he had just opened the shop, so he's like having to get up in the middle of the of the because we did like two that day or three that day. Mm-hmm. And he kept having to get up and like answer the door. So his assistant, who's kind of a wild man, like stepped in to help. Printed off a version that said uh, uh, that, that 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 had a word missing, and my guy was like, "Dude, that's wrong, right?" Oh wow, okay. So he printed the right version, and because my buddy is getting up and down, up and down, when he went to apply it to my arm. He accidentally he applied the, the, the original version, uh. <laughs> which said, if this isn't nice, I don't what is. <laughs> so the irony of this whole thing is uh, I, I get done with it and it's kind of on the back of my arm, right. that, the second half of it. So yeah. I can't see it. So I see in the mirror, he's like, check it out, bro. And I look at it and I go, dude, <laughs> my brother in Christ. <laughs> We have we have missed a word, my friend. And he's like, we have- what the fuck? And like freaks out on the other guy. And I'm like, oh, no. 
So I just look at him and I'm like, well, what are we going to do about this? Like, what are, when are we doing? And I'm like, he's like, tomorrow, come back. Think of what you want. I'll figure it out. We figured out a different placement. It actually doesn't. If you didn't know, you would never know. But I walk out front and I'm standing there, hit my stupid vapor cigarette thing. And I look over and Matt fucking Leary walks by. No right, way. Right in that uh, moment. Friend of the pod. Yep. Friend of the pod. The boy. Matt Leary, right here. This guy right here. Again, it's audio. And, People uh, can't see oh, what can you're you pointing guys, at. We're not recording. This no. isn't. Oh, man. I've been, that's why I was doing the hand thing earlier. All right. Well, that's a bummer. Um, but anyway, yes. You know, sometimes uh, you eat the bar and sometimes the bar eats you. We should get do? that tattooed, but correctly somewhere on you. I don't know. But you know what? Everybody that saw it in that one day, because I, I went to a dinner party after... Everyone was like, dude, you just, you gotta leave it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's way It's best. too funny. It's, it's hilarious. Way I mean, having a typo on a tattoo is like the funniest thing in yeah, the world. Like no regerts yeah, like no regrets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's classic. Yeah. Well, Franco, uh, thank you for being here. Um, where where can people find you on the on the, on the social media? Oh, I'm a behind the camera kind of guy. Uh, but my, I don't know, Instagram, my Twitter, I've got like a, a staggering oh my God. 400 followers. So that's Franco. Good. Franco is one of those, because he's like a big soccer fan. And so it's hilarious. You'll get on t Twitter in the morning, and everyone else is tweeting about like topical, you know, like the world. The world is ending, and then Franco will be like, he'll be like yelling, all caps, yelling at like some <laughs> foreign name, and you're like, what? <laughs> because like soccer, you know, soccer is being played in like Europe at like super early in the morning here time, and so you're just like, what is Franco yelling about? Like, <laughs> like, who are these? Never thought about that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you know, Twitter has all these different spheres of like like right. communities, and I'm yeah. definitely like, yeah. that's that, my you're the soccer that's what community. I'm there for. Like, come on, Real and, Madrid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that and just to like all your guys' tweets. That's what I'm there for. I I'm a supporter. Yeah, I'm for, and while well, we're just being confused by you yelling at other countries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what happened? They're like, why is Franco so mad at Turkey right now? <laughs> like, don't worry about it, guys. So Italy's not you, going to the World Cup. If you're in the soccer community, go follow Franco on Twitter. What is your Twitter handle? Uh, Franco Cendrelli. Okay, and then uh, what's Instagram your... Instagram is uh, Frank with a C dot O dot shin frank ocean frank, frank ocean, ocean baby okay i thought it was uh, clever about six seven eight years ago and now i'm stuck so yeah. there we are well, all right very good well uh any any pl anything you're plugging any uh uh any no products? i mean any, the brand, the, you know the, i would i would plug the clothing brand but it's you know we're not, not gonna, out yet we're not in production yet so well, we'll have to we'll, we'll, we'll circle back we'll circle yeah, back yeah. yeah we'll circle back we'll, we'll see, interview see the clothes when we'll we're see. done We'll see, see you on that email. Great. Great. Uh, Franco, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Talking Schmidt is recorded at Burmeister Studios in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Opening music is by Greg Burmeister. Closing music is by Dave Hill, friend of the pod. Our intern is Jason Travis. If you like what you've heard... Please like, follow, and write a review for us wherever you listen to podcasts. If you didn't like it, please keep listening to it, but keep your opinions to yourself. If you really liked it, you can find bonus episodes over on our Talking Schmidt Patreon page. Membership is just $5 per month, and it goes a long way to buy us the equipment and bourbon we need. Thanks in advance, and hope you're doing great.